streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. What's gonna happen tonight? What's gonna happen? We're gonna whoop their Welcome into the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. I am your host, Patrick Brown. That is not a lie. I am hosting this edition uh, of the Go Vols 247 podcast. I'm here with Ryan Callahan. It is a breaking news edition of our podcast because Tennessee has made another addition to its 2024 recruiting class. Four-star linebacker Jordan Burns committed on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, normal host number one, Wes, is a uh, uh, in Omaha with podcast normal host number two, Ben. So here I am uh, with, with Ryan and uh, obviously some big news for Tennessee with this uh, commitment of Jordan Burns uh, and, and Ryan. He, he's coming off an official visit, was here over the weekend, uh, and, and it seemed like Tennessee might have been in good shape coming out and, and he's already in the class. So uh, what can you tell us about his recruitment and, and how Tennessee got to this point here on Tuesday? Yeah, and and first of all, thanks for pinch hitting on this one. This one did catch us a little bit by surprise, more so than these tend to most of the time, because coming out of the visit, Jordan had kind of indicated he might wait a couple more weeks or so to to do this, and then as sometimes happens coming off these visits, especially in the summer when so much is happening, you know, kind of just went home, and it sounds like he thought about it for you know less than forty eight hours, and just decided to to kind of speed up his timeline uh, and, and just went ahead and called, uh, reached back out to Tennessee's coaches and said he was ready to do it. So uh, kind of, kind of sprung that on everybody uh, Tuesday around, uh, around midday. And, uh, and yeah, ni- a nice pickup for Tennessee, not an unexpected one. If you've, if you followed that one uh, closely, but, uh, but definitely a, a guy that Tennessee is excited about and uh, you know, four-star player that they've offered back in October. Since then he's been back to Knoxville six times in, in about eight months. Uh, so clearly he, he liked Tennessee a lot, and that, that you know kind of is reflected in some of the comments he had uh, to, to me after announcing his decision. You know, where he basically said Tennessee was kind of a dream school for him. You know, it, not in the sense that he grew up a Tennessee fan, but it's like when he started looking around at college options. You know, as a freshman in high school, even he was like, "Tennessee's a good school that like has everything I'm looking for," and you know, not just down the road, but it's close to home and. You know, just a lot of things about it that he seemed to to like for for whatever reason. Even as a, a guy that didn't grow up dream, you know, liking Tennessee necessarily in that sense. So, just seemed like a good fit from the start. You know, again, has been at Tennessee on a regular basis. I think from the time they offered, they were pretty much one of the teams to beat, if not the favorite. Took official visits to Arkansas and Vanderbilt before his official visit to Tennessee last weekend, and and it was pretty clear to me in talking with him after the official visit that. Tennessee was going to be tough to beat, uh, and, and that that's where things were headed. So uh, I, I think a nice a nice pickup for Tennessee. You know, Twenty five offers, I think nine SEC schools among them, uh, including Texas A and M, Florida, USC is offered. So even though some of those teams were not in it at the end, you know that offer list I think certainly reflects what what Tennessee thinks of him, which is this is a high you know high level football player and uh, and, and someone they're they're excited to get to to start off this linebacker class. So. Nice pickup there, and hey, two commitments in four days. I think we can officially say this is the, you know, we've kind of been waiting on this summer run for Tennessee. This this is clearly looking like the beginning of that as we get to this end of a, a busy month of official visits. 
Yeah, Ryan, that, that's sort of the, one of the interesting things about how recruiting has changed over the years is now June is such a busy month for visits and, and there's a lot of summer movements to where you get a good chunk of your class in potentially before teams even uh, get to preseason camp and, and coaches shift their focus to to their current team. Uh, so, you know, you know, Burns following up, Boo Carter is, is, is like you said, a a good start potentially for, for what Tennessee hopes is, is a lot of momentum here over the next few weeks. But looking at Burns, uh, we, we've got him listed at six, one and a half, 215 pounds. Um, all the stargazers out there will point out that he's only a three star according to 24, seven sports. Uh, he's a little bit higher, uh, just a shade higher in, in the composite where he is a four star number 389 overall, uh, the number 34 linebacker, uh, our analysts have him at number 41. So not a huge difference there in terms of, uh, of the rankings and, and he comes from uh, Pace Academy in Atlanta as well. So uh, you, you talked about sort of the path to get here uh, and and the recruit the recruitment that that led to this commitment. But what kind of player do you think Tennessee is getting in Burns? What's the scouting report? How does he fit into Tennessee's defense? And, and what kind of player are they getting uh, with Jordan Burns? Yeah, I think I think a guy that gives you a little bit of versatility. He, he's well built and and kind of you know just from looking at him, you would think in in this kind of this modern. Uh, era of football where you want you know really athletic linebackers that can cover a lot of ground. He, he looks like you know kind of a Mike linebacker. He's, he's he really uh, he he says now he's at two twenty or so. I haven't I haven't completely verified that, but but I believe he measured in at around two twenty during his official visit to Tennessee. So it doesn't take a lot to project him to be a two hundred thirty or two hundred thirty five pounder and 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 to play in the middle uh, somewhere. And and both of Tennessee's linebackers in this defense obviously are are inside linebackers. They'll occasionally use a Sam. Uh, it, but that, that's where he gives you maybe a little bit of versatility is a lot of his clips uh, from high school. Some of his best highlights are, are blitzing off the edge. Uh, and so he shows good burst off the edge and, uh, and, and I think pl- can play well and run support as well and uh, plays with some physicality. So I, I think he's a little bit more of that in the box linebacker. He, he can play pretty well in space. And, and you, know, you see some clips where he, he makes interceptions and shows some some nice instincts in open field. But, you know, if you're just looking at straight line speed, probably not the 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 absolute fastest 220 pound linebacker you've seen, but good enough speed and, and closes well, uh, and and just a a good player I think especially between the tackles. So I, I think he's someone that can fit in pretty nicely with what with what Tennessee's brought in at linebacker the last couple of years and, and give them a little more a little more depth inside and also maybe a guy that you you know if you want to throw him at Sam linebacker and let him rush off the edge sometimes you could probably do that too. So uh, g- gives you some options there, but uh, but just a a good player. I, I won't be surprised to be honest. I'm not, I'm not going to promise that he's going to move up in the rankings or anything like that, but I, I won't be surprised if a couple teams maybe circle back to him this fall and offer him or something like that, just to, just to see if, if there's still any interest in, and, and maybe that won't happen because everyone will get the sense that he's pretty locked in with Tennessee, but you know, the, he's the kind of player that I think some people believe his, that the arrow's kind of pointing up on his development. You know, I'll, I'll be interested in seeing if he looks even better during his senior season. Cause I think, I think Tennessee was, he's sort of in that, He's been in that range on Tennessee's board where I think you knew he was there was a good chance he was going to be a match with Tennessee. But they've also been, you know, kind of swinging on guys like Sammy Brown, obviously Edwin Spillman, Tylen Singleton, where you almost wondered if the stars aligned and Tennessee, you know, got a couple of the top guys on their board and uh and then things went a certain way. Could this be one of those guys who got away somewhere else and they might regret it later? You know, I, I think he's that kind of player where he's a good player and, and you think that you know some other programs might might kind of catch on to him this fall if he has a good senior season. So I, I think the sense is that the arrow is pointing up on on his development, and uh, he, he certainly gives you some options there, but probably projects as, as more of a Mike linebacker. 
Yeah, Ryan, listening to you kind of explain what what kind of player Tennessee's getting in Burns, you know, some people might look at him, oh, he's 215, he's undersized as a linebacker. You know, football's changed now. You're not going to get many more of those 235-pound, 240-pound bumper of a, of a middle linebacker, uh, that headbanger kind of guy that's just in the box. I mean, uh, you need some of these guys that are maybe a little bit smaller, but maybe a little bit more athletic. And um, looking at his dimensions, it's a, it, it reminds me of what, Tennessee sort of brought in under the, uh, under this coaching staff, and you know, with, with some continuity on the staff there, you kind of see what what they're looking for at different positions. So, uh, dimension wise, he, he's a lot like some of the guys they brought in, Jalen Smith, Jeremiah T. Lander in the last class, Arian Carter as well. Although he's he's got pretty big already since he's been on campus, um, you know. So, and the way Tennessee uses their linebackers, the, there's really really three things I think that they want those guys to do and that's be able to play in the box in the run shoot gaps uh we saw Aaron Beasley do that really well where he's you know shooting gaps getting in the hole making plays in the backfield uh they have to be able to blitz Tim Banks likes to be aggressive he likes to send those linebackers one or two of them at a time uh when Tennessee needs to stop and and, and in this day and age you got to be able to play in space you got to be able to cover got to be able to play in zone maybe man up against a tight end or a, a running back here and there so uh, it, it seems like Burns is, is a good fit on on those fronts with uh, athletically, physically how he looks and also how he can sort of fill and check those three boxes. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and like you said, you know, by today's standards, you know, kind of your new age thumper is about like what Jordan Burns looks like coming out of high school. You know, he's he's well built in his upper half. And I, and I think that uh, that that bodes well for his development in the weight room. You know, I think he, he enjoys that aspect of things and has done a good job taking care of himself and, uh, and, and has a frame where he can probably put on a few more pounds. So, yeah, I, I think he, I think he easily projects as a, as a 230 pound guy or so, and, and, and maybe even more than that, you know, we've seen some guys blow up in the weight room in their first couple of years, uh, even under this staff at Tennessee where, you know, Elijah Herring looks, looks different from when he, he got on campus. He's in the 240 range now, I think. Uh, Arian, Arian Carter, as you mentioned, up around 230 now, I think. And, and Burns is probably built a little bit like Arian Carter coming out of high school. Uh, maybe if you're looking for a similarity in terms of build, that's that's probably the best comparison among the the, the recent guys Tennessee has added. But they're they're all kind of built somewhat similar similarly and and have you know different length in some cases. But yeah, about six one and a half, so so pretty good length there. And 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 like you said, can do all the things that you want to do at that position. Uh, so I, I think he's a he's a nice fit there. Clearly, someone that was important to to Tennessee. They stayed on him for a while and and just kept getting him back on campus and uh, Arkansas as well. You know, those two teams were kind of among the favorites uh, all the way. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's someone that, uh, that that can definitely you know may, maybe doesn't have to step into an immediate role uh, next year or anything like that. That's always kind of a wait and see thing. But it, he's a I think he's a nice player to add to what Tennessee started to 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 pile up at that position and, and just. You know, kind of getting some quality depth there. He he looks like someone who down the road I think can be a can be a really good player. Could you know looks like he's he's got a chance to develop into a into a starter level player down the road. He's he's got that kind of ability. So we'll see how he does once he gets on campus. But this is a this is a nice addition. And I think he's a he's a four star in the twenty four seven sports composite for a reason. That's a good segue, Ryan. We we've touched on the recruitment and we've touched on uh, the player that Tennessee is getting a new linebacker commitment, Jordan Burns. We're going to get to sort of the bigger picture with this class and also the linebacker position in general. But first, we are going to hit a break, uh, and we'll be right back. Money! 
Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Welcome back to the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. I'm Patrick Brown here with Ryan Callahan. We are breaking down the commitment of Jordan Burns, the four-star linebacker out of Atlanta to Tennessee on this Tuesday. Uh, before we get back into our discussion, looking at some of the bigger picture uh, impact of, of what this commitment means for Tennessee, both in this class and, and sort of on the roster as a whole, please, we ask you to just take a moment, uh, give us a rating on our podcast, give us a, a review Tell us you like us. Tell us you you don't like us. Tell us you're glad Wes is not here. Tell us that you miss Ben hosting this podcast because he's better at it than me. Whatever you want to do. It's America. It's a free country. You can say what you want to say in those reviews. Um, But we do ask that you guys give us uh, a rating and a review. It helps us uh, promote this podcast and and get us going. But uh, certainly Tennessee has gotten going here with uh, this commitment on Tuesday of Jordan Burns. Um, and, And he's the first linebacker uh, commitment in the class, Ryan, looking at the commitment list. He's the 13th guy on the board, it looks like. And uh looks like eight of those guys are four stars. So uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee's doing pretty well in terms of the uh, the blue chip ratio, if you're a subscriber to that theory. But um, there's only so many spots. You know, Tennessee took three in, in the 2023 class with Arian Carter, Jalen Smith, and Jeremiah T. Lander. Uh, how many spots are, are are still there for linebackers to take? Who are some of those guys that, that, that Tennessee is pushing for? You've mentioned a couple names now, but uh, sort of maybe reset the board at linebacker for Tennessee after this commitment with Burns. Yeah, that's that's been the interesting part is Tennessee has, I think, been largely focused on a pretty short list of guys at the, at the top of their board. And that's that's partly because I think there's been such a good feeling about uh, one of those top guys, Edwin Spillman, the four star from Lipscomb Academy in Nashville. He's obviously the younger brother of Tennessee freshman wide receiver Nate Spillman, been a, a top target for Tennessee for a long time. Uh, so there's a there's a I think a pretty good sense that uh, that, that Tennessee could, could end up landing him. But Still battling Ohio State for him. He, he's maybe got one more visit to take this weekend to, to Georgia, but that looks like a, a Tennessee-Ohio State battle going down the stretch, and, and Tennessee remains the, the 24-7 sports crystal ball favorite there. So uh, that that would be potentially the uh, you know the, the second addition there if Tennessee can can close the deal there. Uh, and then the question becomes sort of the wild card, and that's that's the only reason maybe that there was still some uncertainty about Jordan Burns uh, you know the, over the last couple of weeks is what's Tennessee – going to do if they if they are able to land four-star Tylen Singleton and and the, it, if as expected they get Spillman um Tylen Singleton's kind of the wild card and he's a really interesting wild card because he's, he's a good player top 247 prospect a guy who visited Tennessee for the first time back in the spring I believe late March and you know since that visit they've been pretty firmly in his top three uh, and, and at least from talking with some people at times it sounded like Tennessee may have been at least a slight favorite, uh, at, at least for large stretches of the past few months. The the problem is LSU, the home state school, as they often do, kind of hanging around in that one. And a lot of people in Louisiana still think LSU might be the ultimate landing spot for him. He's taking his official visit to Tennessee this weekend. I, I think that's a big visit. 
he's a he's a really good player that Tennessee has has coveted for a while. You know, if they can land him, I, I think they would have a hard time turning him away. So if they could somehow get both of those guys, I wouldn't rule out that Tennessee signs three linebackers in this class. I don't think that was the plan going in, but I, I think that they've kind of gotten to that point and, and just didn't want to miss on someone they really like. So you kind of end up in this situation. And the good news is with no 25 signee limit, you've got a little more flexibility these days. If you get in a situation like that and you just don't want to pass on a player, you can make the numbers work in the offseason and sort of figure it out. Um, take one less player out of the transfer portal. You know, players tend to leave more these days in the transfer portal era. So the, the numbers probably will work themselves out. But um, if they can if they can get those two guys, there's a chance they take three. But I think the plan all along has been to take, take just two linebackers, knowing that they signed three last year. So we'll see how that shakes out. And I think we'll maybe get some clarity on that in the next week or two. But those are kind of the main names to watch. If for some reason they missed on those guys, there are others down the board uh, who could come into play more that, that Tennessee's hosted on visits and things like that. But it's been a it's been a pretty short wish list for Tennessee. And they've even, I think, kind of backed off some other guys at times because they felt pretty good about their chances of getting two from sort of that that top tier guys they've been focusing on. And I think we're seeing as it's as it's played out. I think that read was probably right. You know, even though they missed on Sammy Brown, they're still in good shape with Edwin Spillman and they've even got a chance uh, to get Tylen Singleton to go along with them. So uh, we, we should, I think, have a much better feel for where this linebacker class is going in, in the next week or two, and, and potentially, you know, they could have that second linebacker within the next few weeks. Yeah, right. It it feels like Tennessee's been recruiting Edwin Spillman for forever. I think I've, you know, I, I chip in on recruiting, uh, helping you here and there, and I feel like I've talked to him at least two or three times. <laughs> uh, I think one time after a camp last year, and then, and then after eight six eight six five live, excuse me, uh, a few weeks ago, it seems like they've been recruiting him for forever, and. You know, with Singleton, Tennessee's dipped into Louisiana and gotten a couple guys. Uh, the last two classes, they got Dylan Sampson um, two classes ago, and obviously Jordan Matthews was a, a bit of an upset there uh, in the last class. That Tennessee surprised some people uh, by pulling that one off. But uh, getting back to the you know the linebacker situation with with this class and this roster, uh, Brian Jean Marie I think has done a good job recruiting his position over the last couple classes. You know, they brought in Elijah Herring and Caleb Perry two years ago. Uh, this past freshman class, or, or the guys that are freshmen now, or, or Aaron Carter, who everyone everyone behind the scenes says is going to be a stud, is going to be like Tennessee's next great linebacker. Uh, I think Jeremiah T. Lander and Jalen Smith are also good sort of complementary pieces with him there. So, uh, what kind of what are your thoughts on on building this class and, and, and this sort of is shaping up to be the future of this position? Because looking at the roster this season, you've got Aaron Beasley back, you've got Keenan Peely coming in from. Uh, BYU, both those guys are, you know, this is going to be their last year. So you're, you're potentially looking at having to replace both your starters at linebacker. But uh, when you recruit kind of like Tennessee has with some solid guys, some four-star guys, uh, it should be, you know, you should be in pretty good shape moving after the, you know, moving into 2024 and, and beyond. Right. I, I think so. And, and, and the good news for Tennessee, I think, you know, we, we got asked for a couple of years at that position, you know, are they going to bring in some transfers? Where are the linebackers? Where are the linebackers? Will they finally started to, to get some depth with this, this past class signing three uh, and, and, and obviously are, are well on their way to, to adding to that depth in this class. You've got, uh, I think, a few nice young guys in there with Elijah Herring, Arion Carter, and, and Caleb Perry that look like the sort of the next group. And now you potentially add to them. Uh, you, you've obviously got uh, uh, Jeremiah T. Lander and Jalen Smith as well. Uh, that that are that are coming along. I think T. Lander is has been has been pretty good so far, and 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 we'll see how those guys progress this this year as well. But that's a that's a nice kind of core group, and then you potentially add two or maybe even three more 
to, to those guys. And that's a, that's a pretty healthy linebacker situation looking forward, even beyond this season with, uh, with two starters uh, likely on the way out. So, you know, the, I don't think Tennessee's going to be needing to look in the transfer portal. Uh, it, you know, it, uh, you never know, but I, I don't, it doesn't look like a position they're going to have to address in the transfer portal in the next year or two. They look like they are restocking the cupboard pretty well there. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how long they can hold it together uh, when you stack that many good players on top of each other and someone inevitably might, might leave. That's the other side of that. But uh, I, I think they've, they've got it set up pretty well to have a nice, a nice group going into next year. And, and they're, they're going to have some young guys, I think, that are even capable of at least challenging for some early playing time. If they can land, you know, if they can land an Edwin Spillman, you would think he's at least uh, someone who, who could be a, a special teams player in year one, if nothing else, and maybe more than that. So that's, uh, that's, a, that's looking like a pretty healthy room uh, going into the future. And, and I think Brian John Marie has done a, a pretty nice job with that group. And they, you know, Jalen Smith was a four star. Arian Carter obviously ended up being as, as coveted as any linebacker in that class and was a top 247 prospect. Jordan Burns, another four-star right now. And, and then you potentially add a, a, another four-star or two uh, if they can get Spillman and, and Singleton. So that's uh, clearly you're stacking some quality players at that position when you look at those kinds of rankings. Ryan, before we get out of here, you touched a little bit on uh, Tyron Singleton being uh, coming in this weekend on, on, on an official visit. It's, it's the last official visit weekend of the month. Uh, Tennessee is going to have a lot of guys in here, right? Uh, I think they had, what, 12 last weekend. Uh, it's going to be more than that, right? Kind of look ahead to what's next for Tennessee's recruiting class uh, with a big weekend coming up here uh, and a lot of guys on, on campus before the dead period starts. Yeah, it's it's going to be a big group this weekend. It's got a chance to be the biggest official visit weekend I've seen in my years covering recruiting at Tennessee. Uh, we've seen some other schools do this and have similar weekends. Clemson the past couple of years has kind of made it made it a habit. They they only take official visitors in their first weekend of June for whatever reason. They stack them all on that first weekend. That's so and that's such a Clemson thing to do. It's it's their way. I, I, I don't I don't totally get it because you would think it reduces the quality time that you get to spend with everybody. But hey, it's uh it's worked for them. They've gotten results uh, on even some some Tennessee targets like Sammy Brown and Bryant Wesco this year. You know it, they they inevitably get some guys that way. But Tennessee. You know, kind of. I don't know that they planned for it to be such a big group, but they. I think they wanted some some later visits in the month uh, going into the dead period. You know, it, it's it's often thought in recruiting that you'd like a visit, you know, closer to a player's decision date as opposed to farther away. Um, you know, sometimes that's that's backfired a couple times maybe this month on on Tennessee where some players have gotten to other schools like Cameron Fountain committing to USC where they've gone to other schools and committed before they got to their official visits to Tennessee, but otherwise. Uh, it, it's it's mostly set up pretty well here for Tennessee going into this final weekend. Some some really important targets. Obviously, Mike Matthews, the five star wide receiver, kind of the headliner of that group. You know, Jordan Ross, another five star edge rusher out of Alabama, and and you know, in state maybe as important as anyone left on the board for Tennessee uh, because of their need at the position, the fact that he's maybe the the biggest wild card, or I'd say definitely the biggest wild card among Tennessee's remaining in state targets. Amari Jefferson, the four star wide receiver out of Baylor School in Chattanooga, who is uh, heavily looking at, at Alabama. Uh, I think Alabama had some momentum coming out of that official visit uh, a little more than a week ago, and, and Georgia just hosted him on an official visit as well. So it's you know, kind of a Tennessee-Alabama-Georgia battle, and Tennessee maybe maybe needing to, to chip away at that Alabama lead going into to this weekend. So it's a, it's a big-time battle, and that's an important visit for Tennessee, especially if he does make a decision later this summer. So uh, some important official visits, some commitments will be back in town like Peyton Lewis and Boo Carter, Marcus Gorey to, to help recruit those guys. 
Jake Merklinger, I think, is planning to come back on an unofficial visit for at least part of the weekend to help, even though he's uh, already taken his official visit, wanted to come back and and help with those guys after a seven-on-seven tournament as high school teams playing in Friday. So there will be a lot of guys on campus, a lot of quality players in Tennessee, certainly hoping to to make a big impact on a lot of these guys as they move toward decisions. You know, Tylen Singleton, definitely another one of those important visitors this weekend. So uh, we'll we'll get a much better sense of where Tennessee's class is, is headed, I think, after this weekend and these visits wrap up and you get into the dead period and you'll have more more commitments coming up. We already know another announcement is likely coming soon. Uh, four-star offensive lineman Max Anderson kind of teased on Twitter Monday night that he is uh, ha- has big news coming soon and, and told me that he will be announcing his decision sometime within the next week. So that's another one to watch sometime in the coming days. Tennessee and Oklahoma are the – the, the really the main contenders there and, and he's coming off his official visit to Oklahoma, but I think Tennessee's been in pretty good shape there uh, even, even since before he took his official visit to Tennessee, but especially since he came back to Knoxville uh, the weekend of June 9th. So they've, uh, they've, they've got a couple things to watch here coming up soon. Braylon Staley is another one, not far down the road, four-star wide receiver from South Carolina coming off his official visit to Tennessee, still going to visit North Carolina this weekend, but he's already planned to announce a decision on June 29th or June 30th. So a couple more things to watch in June. And then after this weekend, it kind of all eyes will be on kind of the month of July and whatever else might come uh, down the road. But I think you'll see a lot of announcements in July as, as most of these players look to make their decisions going into their senior seasons. There truly is no off season in college football and recruiting is year round. Uh, and there is a lot going on here uh, for Tennessee football and also at govals247.com. We'll have plenty of coverage uh, this weekend from the official visitors that Ryan just ran through. Ben and Wes are in Omaha for uh, however long the Vols are there. They're starting uh, their rematch against LSU coming up in about two hours, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what else? Am I missing something else, Ryan? Is something else going on? There's so much going on. It's hard to keep track of all of it. Yeah, no, no, that's 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 most of it right now. But yeah, no, SEC Media Day is not uh, not too far down the road. It'll be here before you know it. But no, I I wanted to throw in that uh, we we still have our special going for about another correct not nine days or so. You can get fifty percent off uh, an annual subscription. So with all that going on, and especially all that recruiting news, if you are a recruiting guru, this is the uh, this is the time of the year to uh, to to check in and and check in every day because stuff is happening all the time from. Visits being canceled to players' decision dates moving up and all kinds of stuff. So it's a, it's a great time to take advantage of that special. And if you're a monthly subscriber, you can even use it to upgrade to annual. So definitely take advantage of that and, and get all the coverage of what should be a pretty busy next uh, next week or so and and beyond that with all the commitments expected in July. Yeah, and if you sign up now, you get the whole year. So you get all of football season, all of basketball season, uh, and maybe Tennessee's back in Omaha next time this year. Next time, who knows? So. Uh, great time to get on the site. We got a lot going on. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, checking out Tennessee uh, landing four-star linebacker Jordan Burns. Uh, please visit our site. Check out our stuff. We've got lots of coverage. Thank you guys for listening. For Ryan Callahan, I am Patrick Brown. See you guys later. There's that button. And now I can say thank you for listening to this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. We always say that, but we always mean it. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24 seven on Twitter. Ben McKee is Ben McKee 14 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24 seven on Twitter. And Patrick Brown is P Brown 24 seven on Twitter. And if you just want Tennessee news on Twitter, nothing else, you can get that at twitter.com slash go 24 seven. You can also go to facebook.com slash go 24 seven, where we update that throughout the day, all day, every day, mostly with Tennessee news, uh, but also with news that we think falls fans will find interesting. Uh, but if you want that best, most delicious East Tennessee, smoky mountain spring water directly from the source, go get that at GoVols247.com, the best site on all of Al Gore's internets for coverage of Tennessee football, football recruiting, basketball, basketball recruiting, Tennessee baseball. Nobody, and I mean nobody, covers Tennessee baseball the way that we do. Also, no one covers the Lady Vols that we do. The award-winning Maria Cornelius does an excellent job covering all things Lady Vols for us all season long. You can get all of that at GoVols247.com. You've also got access there to two forums that run around the clock, got the checkerboard and the summit, where you can go 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and discuss anything you want that is not political or religious in nature with us, with thousands of Tennessee fans across the world, and with us who are on the staff. Uh, and, and no one has a more uh, active board with the, the staff members than us. We are proud to be there all the time answering any question that you've got, and you get all of that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month. That is all that it costs, and that's after a quick free trial. And once you pay us that reasonable rate, which is, again, less than one mediocre lunch per month, you get access in perpetuity to Paramount Plus, uh, which is an excellent growing behemoth of a streaming arm there with us here at CBS, Paramount, Viacom, etc. You get every show CBS has ever made commercial free. You get new movies. You get classic movies that rotate in every single month. Uh, you also get just tons of original content, tons of great original Paramount Plus content. And you also uh, get access to the vaults of uh, Nickelodeon, uh, Smithsonian, uh, MTV, BET, Comedy Central, something for the entire family. All of that, all of that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month. That That is so much stuff. So much stuff. That's a bunch of stuff. Less than one lunch a month. That's all that it costs. So go to GoVols247.com and do that. Take advantage of that. Tell your friends to go do that. Again, thank you for listening. You can always go subscribe to us on every content uh, item, everywhere you can get a podcast. You can get this podcast. So please go do that. Thank you for listening again. And uh, be kind to each other, guys. Just try to be kind to each other. There's just not nearly enough people in this world being kind to each other and having basic human empathy and dignity. Let's be better to each other. Let's be good. See you guys.